0: Visiting with our chap of the Week, it's Senior Defensive Back Ford Dickerson. And Ford, I know that it's a new year. And did you ever think when all this started that the road back to Westlake football would mean a game the day after New Year's? You know, playing in two different calendar years when... Last year at this time, you know, a week had gone by and you already had a medal. You already had a trophy and a state championship. What's the journey been like from your perspective through all the COVID-19 protocols and all the things you guys have had to do just to play? It's been tough. It's, it's been very different,
1: I'd say, from last season. I mean, you know, lots of changes, wearing masks all the time, not a lot of fans. That's definitely different. I think that definitely has an impact
0: um, when you're out there on the field because when you have fans like that, it kind of gives you a motivation. I think last week against Stevens in the region semifinal because of the space and being in Bastrop and the fact that there was a holiday, the band was there, the cheerleaders were there, the Highline was there. It almost felt like a real game, you know, hearing the sounds of high school football is what I've missed, you know, the the lack of crowd, like you were saying, the lack of the band. Were you guys aware of that last week when you played Stevens and, and had the game that you had? I was well aware.
1: I mean, I, I, took a look at the stands and i realized this is probably the biggest showing we've had all year surprisingly
0: surprisingly it was really nice to most of the band and shooters there so that was good so a couple of weeks ago we interviewed bryce chambers and i talked to him about being a little brother and of course he had two brothers come through this organization you had two brothers come through westlake football and i look now and think david and reed dickerson twins they're now 21 one of them's at west point the other one's at north carolina I can only th- what this experience might be from their perspective. You know, they obviously had success with this program, linebackers and physical players, but they're watching their little brother. What is it like for you to have your older brothers cheering you on and they know exactly what you're what you're going through, what you're dealing with and and living vicariously through you. It's
1: a really cool experience. It's kind of a bond that we share. Football is something that we can always talk about, you know. They
0: know exactly what what to tell me about if I'm struggling on something with the defense. I think David was one of those guys that, that knew how the defense looked playing that linebacker position. He kind of has an understanding of what's in front of him and what's behind him defensively. Do you find that because you play in that, that secondary, that Tony Salazar puts a lot of emphasis on the secondary being the heart and soul of the defense? And do you find that David has some, some feedback there that, that you've been able to use to your advantage?
1: Yeah, I'd say one thing he's definitely taught me, if the, if there's been one thing, it's definitely been uh, like tackling, because normally when I'm at the rover spot, I'm having to fit run gaps, like maybe pulling guards or something like that, and he's always taught me how to take them head on, kind of shed the box, and he's taught me how to like take on big running backs head
0: on. I like the nickname F-150, that kind of goes with the territory of your first name being Ford. Right. How'd you get that? I mean, I understand your physical play is what led you to, to, to that nickname, but... How do you like it, and and what does it mean to you when when other people call you that?
1: So I actually got that nickname from my old middle school in Houston. Uh, my track coach
0: gave that to me. I'm not sure why. I think it's just Ford. It's a great. I think it's a funny nickname. And your physical style of play. We often think the branding that's surrounded by the Ford brand and the Ford F150 is always that built Ford tough. And you've been a tough player. I talked to multiple coaches. You know, Coach Dodge. What's the one thing that comes to his mind? Physical. Talk to coach Jones, you know, tell me about Ford and and what he brings. He's like, that's one of the toughest kids I've ever seen. All these coaches that kind of share that same mentality and that same opinion of your style of play and how coachable you are. But it also means overcoming adversity. You know, when we drive a pickup truck, you know, you watch those commercials and it's not necessarily going over the smoothest of pavement, man. It's off road. It's pulling a big load. And, and I think that kind of perfectly describes what you've had to go through coming back from not just one, but two major injuries and, and overcoming your road has not been flat and even, and it hasn't right. been a highway. It's been, it's been off road for sure. Take us through, you know, what happened last year, how you had to come back from that. And then obviously what happened this year and how you've had to battle back from that injury.
1: Last year with the concussion that happened, I think it was towards the beginning of fall camp. And then I was out basically all the way up until playoffs, which is really unfortunate because I had a chance at a starting spot, but I lost it. I came back. I had uh, opportunities to make plays in the playoffs. I did what I could. I felt like right when I got back last year, I was ready to roll because I just couldn't wait to get back out there. It's basically the same thing this year. It just sucks that I have to have an injury in the middle of the season that has to last this long. And uh, it's just really exciting and I'm grateful that I get to play again.
0: One thing that we've always talked about with guys that get injured that have setbacks that take them out for the majority of the year, you're sitting there watching, knowing you can contribute and understanding, wow, the second I get out there, this is going to provide us so much depth. Do you feel that as a, as a sense of what's occurring in front of you as you watch as an injured player. And then when you get those opportunities coming off the injury, the ability to recognize that the opportunity is right there and you understand just how much you can contribute. Is that something you're aware of on the sidelines while you're watching?
1: Yeah, I feel like me and Christian Fournier, we definitely provide depth, but it just gives us an opportunity. You know, if one guy goes out, we just got one man right up on deck, ready to go. No difference. He's just as good as the next. So I don't think there's any gaps there.
0: So I feel like that's really helpful as a defensive coordinator. Now you can rely on a lot of guys. I would argue that that is a luxury that I think every coach in this country, definitely this state, would love to have. We always talk about the next man up mentality. And as I've told several people over the course of this season, the next man up is actually a legitimate thing because most of the backups. Most of the guys that provide the depth that we're talking about could be starters for any other program. And I think if you look across the aisle to Steele or Stevens, Smithson Valley, you know that without a shadow of a doubt, you'd be playing and starting for the opposition. But I think your role in practice, being able to play at a high level, being able to get into the games and, and create havoc, that is a, a feeling that I know your teammates really appreciate. Because when they see you go in, the response is, and I know what my response is. In fact, When you came into the game a couple of weeks ago, I said, don't sleep on Ford Dickerson. He's in, you know, this is going to about to get exciting. You know, that brain in my, as the story unfolds in my head of what's going to happen, I said, watch, Ford's going to make a play. And then all of a sudden you do, you have your interception. And I think that was that moment, that, that aha moment, your senior season. And what was that interception like for you? Take us back to that moment of of having that opportunity and picking that ball off.
1: We were in Tampa coverage, It's basically two high safeties. I had two, I'm not sure what number two did, but number one ran a post and then I think some D linemen got to the quarterback, so the quarterback kind of took off. I had the post in the corner of my eye, was kind of baiting it, see if he was going to throw it. And then uh, right when he took it out of the pocket, he started looking at him. And right when he looked at the receiver, I kind of baited it and just jumped it and picked it off.
0: It was it was exciting. Well, I know you look up in the stands, and I think the the coolest moment there is both your brothers are yelling out 18, eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. How did that go over? You know, in the Dickerson household, to be able to get that interception in a playoff game. And to look, and there are your two older brothers cheering you on.
1: am just grateful that I have two brothers like that that are very supportive of me. You know, it was a really cool experience to see them supporting me like that. I mean, they were really excited for me. They were giving me love, too
0: after the game at home is it nice having them back in for the holidays because obviously you know we're used to playing over the thanksgiving holidays that's not a that's not a strange thing but they're home from college you know bringing their experiences of being gone for the last couple of years you kind of being the man of the house if you will and and being the only shop in austin do you find them enjoying it and do you find yourself enjoying it that they're around for this crazy 2020 2021 playoff run
1: yes very much i think especially now in this crazy world that we live in right now especially with covid and I only get to see David so many times because he doesn't come back for Thanksgiving and it's my senior year of football. So
0: yeah, I really, I'm grateful that they get to be here with me. We're visiting with Ford Dickerson. He's our chap of the week. 29 total tackles, a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, an interception, two pass deflections. It doesn't sound like you don't play when you think about it, but at the end of the day, you know, Ford, this is what it's all about, being a part of something bigger. And I've asked this of most of our Shop of the Week guests this year about the difference from last year to this year. Obviously, we know COVID has thrown everything into a tailspin. We understand that, that life is not even close to normal, but we also understand that there's tangible difference in what I call a trust factor. You know, Coach Dodge always talks about a care factor. But what I've noticed is the trust factor over the last calendar year, the trust that went into the state championship run. And now there's that tangible reward. There's that medal. There's that ring. There's that, you know, that trophy. Do you find that that trust now during COVID is so much more helpful? Do you feel like there's there's more trust amongst the players, the captains, the coaches because of last year?
1: Yes, I do. I feel like our level of confidence has definitely gone up since
0: we won the state championship, but of course now
1: we're in the D1 bracket. Definitely a lot more preparation um, that goes into this. against these kind of teams, is it, it's a whole different level. I feel like it may, uh, made us more of a team and brought us together. Definitely gave us a drive to go back-to-back. Uh, that's our motto every day. Coach Salazar,
0: before he starts the Zoom meeting, he says back-to-back. Um, that's something that we're all looking forward to. You're a guy that's been around Westlake a very long time. Very few players have this perspective because most of the time when you're dealing with the majority of a Westlake roster, you got a lot of guys that have known each other since jump, but your experience is a little different because you kind of came in right in the middle. Tell us about your experience meshing with the Westlake football family and how it went for you and where you are now. So coming into sixth grade, I had didn't know anyone. Uh, I knew one friend from Houston
1: who's, cousins with red dollar and red dollar was on pop warner so they introduced me to pop warner i got on the pop warner team that's where i met all my friends lucas everyone michael we just played so sixth grade and then seventh grade middle school hill country football it was the same pop warner team same dbs everyone's playing the same same positions. starting we get to ninth grade everyone's the same i mean it's just unreal that we've been able to keep my friend group to there that i've been playing football with my whole life all the way up until varsity football at this kind of level i feel like that doesn't happen like it's just Surreal
0: to, to keep a family like that together a long time. And I know one of the, the constant things that you hear out of the coaching staff is try to keep this family together as long as possible. And I think that's what they mean. You guys have come this far. Might as well try to go, you know, as far as you possibly can to the last game. And I think that's a, a nice sentiment. And I also think that it's unique to have brothers in arms because you've developed that relationship over time. And something that Gray for said last week is like, yeah, you know, our coaches they throw around the love word all the time. But he said something that was kind of enlightening to me, at least. He said, but that's implied. You know, we don't actively need to to tell each other that because we we know how tight this group is. We understand. Do you find that that's a similar thinking to Gray's is we know how how tight this team is. We know how much we all care about each other. I completely agree with Gray. The coaches do throw around the love word a lot,
1: but I think it's definitely implied throughout the team. It doesn't really have to be said because
0: the bond on defense is is spectacular. I mean, we're all brothers. Final thought as we visit with Ford Dickerson, you know that this is a, a tough time of year. For a lot of seniors because it's always the last time you're going to do something. Being in this one and done tournament really focuses on the moment. And I know that all of us get ready to do what we do best differently, especially when it comes to football. Every player has a unique routine. Can you take us through what your routine is to make sure that you're ready so that everything that you do, you can honestly say at the end of the day, hey, if my football career ends at Westlake in this moment, that I'll be completely satisfied that I did everything I could. What's your Pre-game routine as you get ready to take the field
1: so it usually consists of me i got my airpods um i usually lock in uh i got a pre-game spotify playlist that i usually just listen to the whole time coach dodge is always telling us to dream the beautiful dream so i think that helps when you think of yourself making plays uh it helps you go out there on the field and kind of correlate with that with your thoughts and you can c- usually connect them music and then locked in is basically st- is key if you just stay focused then i feel like you can make plays
0: What's that one track on your Spotify playlist that that you know you, you absolutely have to hear? There's a couple, but I would have to say First Day Out by T. Grizzly. It's a go-to. You know what? That's not bad. I, I actually appreciate that because I understand where you're coming from on that. It's kind of that nice little mix of it's, it's an even keel. Yeah, you're pumped, but you're not losing your mind right. pumped. You're, you're saving some of that energy. Ford, I really appreciate you taking the time to visit with us. As, as a final note on our Shap of the Week as a senior, I know what the team goals are. You know, try to get back to the state championship game, try to win another one back to back. Understand all that. But privately, inside your mind and heart, what does Ford Dickerson want out of this experience over the next week? And if you're fortunate, the semifinal. And if you're more fortunate, the state final. What's that one thing that you're still hunting down?
1: Ultimately, my goal is just to get to the state championship. That would mean the world to me if we could go back to back, knowing that we could go D2 and D1. I think it would prove a lot
0: that Westlake can really hold their own. And I think also you're looking at history, right? I think mixed in there is we'll be the team that did this. Does the team have that perspective? This is historic stuff, and, and we need to do everything we can to try to make history? That's exactly right. I think we're taking it one game
1: at a time, but I think we all know in the back of our minds we're all pushing for that state championship, and yeah, that's really our ultimate goal. He's Ford Dickerson, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this, man. Of course. Thank you for having me.